expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. Good afternoon, I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 28 points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,742 on turnover of 3.95 billion NT. The market moved higher on Thursday as investors were encouraged by a rally on Wall Street overnight, following signs of progress on resolving the standoff in the U.S. Congress over the federal debt ceiling. Two soldiers have been injured following an explosion at an Army Infantry Training Command in Kaohsiung's Fengshan District. Defense officials say they were setting up a target range for rifle training when the explosion occurred. The injuries are not life-threatening, and one soldier sustained a head wound and the other injured a finger. And they were treated at Kaohsiung Armed Forces General Hospital. Both are in a stable condition. Authorities have not released any further information about the cause of the explosion, saying only that the incident is being investigated by a special task force. Director Chum Mong Hong's latest movie, The Falls, has been selected as Taiwan's entry in the Best International Feature Film category at the 94th Academy Awards. The film was selected from among 11 candidates by a panel convened by the Bureau of Audiovisual and Music Industry Development, which praised the film for its accurate and deep portrayal of reality. The Falls premiered at the Horizons section of the Venice Film Festival, and it is the third film directed by Zhong to be picked to represent Taiwan at the Oscars. In international news, analysts say China's major energy shortages are increasingly impacting the global economy. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. Economists say China's energy crunch is far from being just a domestic problem. More than half of the country's provinces have been rationing electricity over the past couple of weeks, as China's reliance on coal power has hit problems over pricing and regulations. Analysts say that's set to ripple through global supply chains. They expect it to affect everyone from automakers to Australian sheep farmers and manufacturers involved in the production of products ranging from iPhones to cardboard boxes. As the Chinese economy prepares to kick back into gear after the Golden Week holidays, economists say it'll be a key test of whether manufacturers are able to absorb higher costs or have to pass them on to consumers. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. A Moscow court has ruled to enforce the collection of fines from Facebook for breaching Russian laws on illegal content. Officials say the court ordered bailiffs to collect over 361,000 U.S. dollars following Facebook's failure to pay the fines. Russian state communications watchdog has asked Russian courts to fine Facebook for not deleting content considered unlawful, including calls for unsanctioned anti-Kremlin protests. 
The agency has ordered Facebook to pay a total of 1.1 million in fines so far this year, and said the social media company hasn't paid any. And Jordan's foreign minister has pushed back against a report that the country's monarch went out of his way to hide the purchase of more than a dozen luxury homes worth over 106 million U.S. dollars. The foreign minister told the Associated Press on Thursday that there was nothing secretive about King Abdullah II's real estate transactions over the past decade. The International Consortium of Investigative Journalists, citing information from a trove of leaked documents, reported earlier this week that the king bought the properties through offshore shell companies. The leaked documents outed dozens of public figures around the globe as holders of secret offshore accounts. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again next week for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.